Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood. Hop a flight to NYC or to Hollywood. But I'm riding back mule, and it feels so fine. I'm in a bushel town state of mind. Seen all the cathedrals and museums around the world. Circled the globe, talking right of boys and girls. But now we are back home, and you know it ain't a crime to be in a bushel town state of mind. You think it's easy living day by day in a pottery and butter store, but now we're back in the states with Rye Ninety Nine and the Blob Smush Food and More. Just feel the humidity; it's all over me, and I'm feeling good. From down in the suburbs up to the North Busheltown woods, I don't have any dignity. I've left it all behind. I'm in a bushel town state of mind. This is butter, butter, butter. Turn, get that saxophone. <laughs> hello, Cliff. Well, hello, Kendall. Well, hello, That's Kendall. Me. It's so nice to see us so close to back where we belong. We're, of course, here in the booth. So close. Right outside, still by our, outside our old, dilapidated, condemned studio. You know, much of it has fallen down or been tattered to death by animals and their feces. But we're going to refurbish is the plan. We're going to refurbish, renew, reduce, and recycle and rehabilitate this whole thing. Rebuild. Yeah, rebuild that, too. We're going to do that, too. And so we're here today outside the old studio grounds doing a yard sale. I wanted to call it a yard sale because of all the art of mine that I'm selling here. But you said there wasn't enough art to make it a full yard sale. So it's just a yard sale. It gives people the wrong idea. They're like, I feel like there should be more art here. Uh, There's a lot of art. If you attend the Dadaist school of art, there's a lot. Everything's art. But anyway, Kendall, it's just a Well, yard. I don't. Well, I don't. Well, believe for you. Yard sale or yard, it is a sale to raise funds for our new studio. What is our goal, Kendall? And do we have a big tally Eight. board? 
We do not have a big tally board. Mm. We should get one. But eight thousand dollars. Eight thousand now. How much have we sold and made so far? Well, Cliff, some like to look at the the you know the the cup as empty. Yeah. And some like to look at it as full of potential. Yeah. So we are full of potential to sell something. We, but we've been open for an hour. Nobody's bought anything. Cliff, it, look. I don't know how custom you are to garage sales, yard sales, yard sales, whatever you want to call them. You know, the first hour is always like a big lull. You, you, you gotta, you gotta give it some time to get moving. Uh, see, if we'd called it a yard sale, at least all the art crowd would come. The art critic might review the yard sale in the, yeah, you well, know, the zine that they sell. Sure, 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 sure. Kendall, sure. Sure, I love it. Sure. Anyway, Kendall, it's not even what this show's about. We just happen to be here. It's just sort of a, by the way, this is what's going on. <laughs> just by the way. By the way. But anyway, Kendall, what <laughs> is this damn show about? Well, Cliff, depends on what half you're talking about. If you're talking about this first half, we're talking about rabbits. <laughs> Like those little white creatures that I pull out of my magic hat all the time. Oh. And then later in the second half, we're going to grow a little bit and go all the way up to giraffe. Uh, up to giraffe, starting at the bottom. We're and really stick our neck out for that half. Ending at the top. It's going to be fantastic show. Kendall cannot wait. And so we're going to start out with Wascally Wabbits. I don't have to wait because we're we're in it. We're started, Cliff. I'm we're talking about rabbits already. We're in it to win it. You are. I have not noticed, but I'm eager to learn from you, Kendall. Cliff, they communicate using a secret code. Did you know this? Oh shit! Is it Morse code? No. No. Look, it's it's basically their body movements are so subtle, but bunnies clench their little facial muscle muscles. Um, and change their body positions when they're feeling worried. Signs that you wouldn't notice if you weren't looking out for them. But this is one of the main reasons that they're so misunderstood by children. So misunderstood. Kids, could you understand rabbits less? <laughs> nope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> one way that they don't understand them. These kids are always shoving a carrot down a rabbit's throat. Kendall, the rabbits don't even need carrots. It gives them cavities. So if you are lying, ra- all everybody knows rabbits <gasps> eat carrots. No, gives them rabbity cavities. It's okay for a treat, Kendall. And I mean a real treat, not like what you consider a treat, which is a big tub of lard every night. But every once in a while snack for the rabbits, they don't need that. What they really want is what you want, Kendall. Greens, grasses. Weeds and crimson and clover over and over. You talking to me? To me? To me? To me? To me? To me? Crimson clover over. Yeah. There you go, Kendall. Don't give them an all carrot diet, you scoundrels. I'll try not to. I will try not to. When I, you know, when I pull them out of my hat, I'll give them some greens. Oh, at least you're not pulling them out of your ass, Kendall. Do you know what? Baby rabbits are called bunnies. 
Nunny, honey. No. Bunny is not even a thing. It's like slang. That's street talk is bunny. Another word for young rabbits is <laughs> kittens or kits. Cliff, yes. That's cats. No. And mature females are known as does. And <laughs> males are called bucks. And that's not deer. It's rabbits, <laughs> dear. Okay. Mersey notes and dozy notes. Cliff, rabbits. <coughs> God, sorry. I, I lit some incense in here. Why? <coughs> and this booth is too small for it. I don't know, because it felt like it smelled and we needed some. It did, well, it did smell. That's because it's going right you up my nose. over there, what did you eat for breakfast? I thought it only happened when you ate Greek, but it's about every 30 seconds today. Well, it was like a bing taco thing. It was, uh, you know, trying to get a lot of fiber in my diet. Anyway, do the anyway, 10, 5, 10 where was method I? candle. Remember what those I'm remember trying, what that I'm dietitian trying. said when they came door to door and they told us they said do the 10 5 10 10 minutes of eating slow not like a regular cliffing candle where they just inhale it and then think about it later they eat first and ask questions later no very slow and then you stop for 5 minutes and rest just catch your breath you pat the sweat off your face from all the yeah. food you've been inhaling. I, oh, yeah. Then you get back at it for another 10 minutes. I have to lock myself in the bathroom for that five-minute wait, or I, or I can't do it. I have to <laughs> put a timer on in the bathroom. Now, no, I have to say, one night I was eating, and I put my food aside, and I'm watching TV, and I didn't hear the timer go off, and I looked around, and I noticed I had forgotten that I had food over there, and it was the best feeling in the world i was like oh, i have half a plate of food uh, sitting there so wonderful so wonderful wonderful that's how a rabbit Joyous. would feel if Joyous you had thinking. a plate full of greens and clovers and weeds <laughs> yes kendo like, oh, exactly clip did you know that some or all rabbits are banned from some fairies because legend has it that bunnies being transported for food chewed through the hull of a 17th century ship caused uh, so many deaths of many sailors. And to this day, you cannot bring your bunny with you if you would wish to cross the channel on uh, a lot of ferries. That's not my favorite legend. I prefer King Arthur or something like that. But what I... It, well, get at it, Disney. also not my favorite rabbit fact. I prefer ones like this. You know, rabbits, when they're so happy and you see them, you know, you witness such a cuteness behavior. <laughs> Bunnies, they hop when they're happy and they twist in the midair. And it is called doing a binky. <gasps> a binky. Isn't that cute? It is. That's what I said. I said it was very cute. <laughs> Why are you I'm going? not! It's <laughs> a... <laughs> beautiful day for a yard sale i can i can just see people spending money very soon oh, dear all of our things sitting out you know they're coming at any moment dear i'm just sure of it we put up so many flyers in town i know i was up early this morning putting up flyers i taped them to all these phone those big phone things you know the big things and i taped them all phone so i hope that 
I don't know. Kendall, did you put up any flyers? I was up taping them all morning. I put up a lot of flyers, please. I was working yesterday putting up flyers. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of things that people would want to buy here. <laughs> oh, I know so many of those lovely doilies that you're parting with, Sugalump. <laughs> I think the crowds are really going to flock to them. Yeah, I bet you're right. Dear, what? Did you put my doilies out there, dear? I told you there was no doilies oh, to be no. sold. That those there were several that you said this is in the maybe pile and maybe means yes we're going to sell it dear remember what the that person told us on television you said should we sell the doilies and i said maybe not oh oh, 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 pardon my bowels that's not exactly the way i recall it dear Quickly, we must get those doilies up before anyone comes. Quickly, oh, dear. Oh, Dave, we must off. save money for the studio. Oh, 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 sorry about that, boys. Oh, I guess we're going to have to get money elsewhere from, not from not doilies. Not from doilies, Kendall. Did you bring a lot of stuff? I brought a bunch of stuff. Just, you know, a lot of lids I had for Tupperware that I don't have the bottoms for anymore. And spare socks. Yeah. I've lost one of them, but I have the other one left. Uh, I saw that bucket of spare socks over there. Um, I brought a quarter a piece. Uh, a lot, there's a lot of, a lot of cables. I had a lot of cables, like just yeah, miscellaneous cables. You know, you never know when you're gonna need a cable. Yeah, that goes from like quarter inch to half inch, or yeah, you need all those always. I had a lot of art supplies I bought over the years, thinking I was gonna be an artist and paint and do things, and I haven't. Um, you should, so I brought that. That also supports that it should have been called a yard sale. Because it would have been my art. Because, you know, I have all those canvases. I even sort of forgot what some of them were. Because I painted them so long ago before we went on the ride tour. But I've got them and I'm selling them. And if we could have sold your art supplies. Maybe I need to go over there and browse those supplies. Are all the paints totally solid? Because they've dried to a concrete consistency. No, I bought that was good paint. It's all good. Oh, it's all good, dude. Built to last. Built to last. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff, if <laughs> you know this damn incense, have you ever seen anyone hypnotizing a rabbit or claiming to hypnotize a I rabbit? I would not ever allow that to happen in my presence because it is so bad for the rabbit. It is traumatizing. You are correct. You are correct. Uh, 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 it is terrible, and a lot of people would think that the rabbit's being hypnotized, but actually they're going into like a tonic immobility and it, they're pretending they're dead and it's very stressful for them traumatic <laughs> don't do it i'm stressed out just hearing about it kendall is freaking me out <laughs> stressing me uh, uh, uh. now you know one thing that is less stressful but it's sort of interesting that rabbits do not when they're hypnotized but after they eat a big meal full of greens and then they dookie it back out well they just <laughs> help themselves to seconds and eat up more all of that dookie they eat their own number two kendo <laughs> and they even produce a special type of doo-doo called secotropes that are softer than their normal doo-doo pellets and meant to be eaten and rabbits they have you know they're fast in all respects and they have a fast moving digestive system and by redigesting waste they're able to absorb nutrients their bodies missed the first time around. So maybe, listeners, next time you take a 
load off, to so to speak. Just get your spork in there. See if there's any nutrients that you missed the first go round. Cliff, that's where that song once, twice, three times for dinner came from. That's, that's, that was it. Was yeah, that was about rabbits in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about rabbits at first. Rabbits. Rabbits. Cliff, did you know rabbits can see about almost 360 degrees around, but they are born with their eyes shut, so they don't they don't have that vision right at first. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so, Whoa. if you see a newborn rabbit come your way, don't expect it to be looking out for you. Their eyes are nope. closed. And you know, rabbits, they groom themselves like cats. Don't you think that's so adorable? Just all the licking and so licking. So adorable. Licking all their filth on their... Ugh. All the filth. We all love to lick some filth at times, but you know. What <laughs> rabbits do, what's different... Love licking some filth. Yeah, it's, we all do, Kendall. It's a human trait. But anyway, Kendall, the rabbits, after they lick all over, unlike cats... They cannot cough up a hairball. They just can't do it. Their bodies are enabled. Their digestive is a one-way street, Kendall, and it cannot. So what do they do with a lot of hair? They <laughs> poop it out. And then they eat it and again. And then they eat it. I'm sure they can tell. Man, I'm sure so they much can hair tell in their digestive system. When they're going, when they're, you know, nosing through their waste, I'm sure they can tell what's a good, nutritious turd pellet and it was just an empty hairball <laughs> you know you do you a hairball pellet you could tell the difference too between if you ate food and shat it out or hair just big wad of shitty hair you could tell the difference between that and they would just look for the corn they would steer look clear for the corn right there's not gonna be any corn in that yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Cliff, uh, Cliff, uh, rabbit, rabbit, and guinea pigs, guinea pigs do not make good friends. What? They're similar in size, and they are touted to be a perfect match. But experts now agree. That the species should generally be kept apart because both animals use different methods of communications and they can't understand each other and they need different diets. And rabbits can also do injuries to guinea pigs, so don't put them together. Public service announcement. Bulletin. Bulletin. Also, Kendall, like human fingernails. <laughs> a rabbit's teeth, they just keep growing. And, you know, a rabbit's diet in the wild includes a lot of gritty, tough-to-chew plant food. That wears down their permanent set of teeth. But with chompers that grow up to five inches a year, whoa, you gotta keep them trimmed or something. I don't know. The flip side is that domestic rabbits who aren't fed abrasive foods, who are only allowed to eat their soft, soft feces, can suffer from overgrown teeth and make it difficult for them to eat. Don't you want to make it easy for them to eat? Come on. Feed them something hard. Did you ever have a pet rabbit? No. Did you? Well, so I didn't, but my sister did when I was real little. And it, like, grew to the fucking size of a car. And it was, like, so mean. And would scratch you and bite you. And 
so this person that like raised bunnies, like we took him there, but it was really short foray into bunnies, but I've never really liked them after that. Well, they probably were afraid of you because, you know, they're a prey species, not an eat, pray, love species, just a prey species. <laughs> they didn't read that book. And their life is all about survival, and they're in a constant state of alert. And that's why rabbits don't like being picked up and may nip at you or hiss at you or do whatever they did to you, Kendall, because your hands, even your big fat hands, are too close to a bird of prey, swooping down, snatching them. Terrible. Your fault. That's me saying that was all your fault. <laughs> I believe it. I was a child. <laughs> I was put in a terrible situation. Just a child, Kendall. Nobody could blame you. Now, do you know... Don't blame me. <laughs> don't blame Kendall, for God's <laughs> sake. Rabbits. Now, don't you wish that we could do this for two reasons. Rabbits' ears. They serve two purposes. First, obviously, they hear. They can hear shit. <laughs> and they can rotate their ears way far around, allowing them to detect any threats that might be approaching. Couldn't you imagine if we could just satellite our ears around to pick up the what we needed to hear? Mine don't do either of those things well. No, and the other thing they do is they help cool off a rabbit on a hot day because more surface area means more places for body heat to escape from. So they just... Put their ears out like a two, uh, you know, uh, umbrellas or something on a hot day. And they cool down. Don't you wish we could just let our fat out to breathe? Just well, I was like, going to say, I've got, double the, I've got double the skin area, but that doesn't seem to help with me. It's because i got double the fat, too. See, that's what they don't have. And Cliff, that is no joke. Oh, shit. Not a joke. Not a joke. <laughs> shit, I'm right. It's not a joke. Not a joke. But it's time for some goodbye jokes. Whoa. One of those adjectives Sorry, may not be true. I was going to say, I shouldn't say good bad jokes. I should just say bad jokes. Right. That's the name <clears> of the <throat> segment, Kendall. It's not called good bad jokes. <laughs> I got ahead of myself there for a moment. A short, tall person. But yes. A mangy looking guy goes into a bar and orders a drink. And the bartender says, no way. I don't think you can pay for it. And the guy says, you're right. I don't have any money. But if I show you something that you haven't seen before, will you give me a drink? And the bartender says, only if what you show me isn't risque. And he says, deal. So the guy then reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a hamster. He puts the hamster down on the bar, belches right in his face. And and the hamster, it runs up to the end of the bar, down off the bar, across the room, up the piano, jumps on the keyboard and starts playing Gershwin songs. Oh. And the hamster is really good. Uh, the bartender says, you're right, I've never seen anything like this before. The hamster is truly good on the piano. And the guy dr- downs the drink and asks the bartender for another drink. And he says, money or miracle? No. you got to give me another miracle. And the guy says, okay. He reaches into his pocket, pulls out a frog, Cliff, and you'd be terrified. Uh-oh. He puts the frog on the bar, and the frog starts to sing. I don't like where this is going. He has a marvelous voice and great pitch, just like yourself. Hello, my honey. Uh, he's a fine Hello, singer. my baby. Hello, my ragtime cow. Exactly. Is that what they're singing? And it's, it's what he was singing. And a stranger from the other end of the bar runs over to the guy and offers him $300 for this frog. And the guy says, it's a deal. He takes the $300 and gives the stranger the frog. The stranger runs out of the bar. The bartender says to the guy, are you some kind of idiot? You sold a singing fo- frog for $300? I must have, It must have been worth millions. And the guy said, uh, the frog ain't, sing- ain't singing. The hamster is also a ventriloquist. <laughs> Kendall, there was this guy 
and he phones his boss, but he gets the boss's wife instead. And she explains on the phone, well, I'm afraid he died last week. And the next day, yeah, yeah. The next day, the man calls again (laughs) and asks for the boss. And the wife says, I told you he died last week. And the next day, the guy, he calls again and once more asks to speak to his boss. And by this time, the wife is getting upset and she just shouts, well, I already told you twice. My husband, your boss, died last week. Why do you keep calling? Because, he replied laughing, I just love hearing it. Whoa, what a jerk. Ouch. Ouch. Cliff, this guy, who was not an asshole, Uh was uh, at this banquet, and his false teeth were hurting him. Oh, shit. And so the guy sitting next to him reaches into a pocket, and he pulls out some dentures, and he says, here, try these. And so the guy is like, okay. But then those dentures were just too tight, Cliff. And so the guy pulls out another set, and he says, well, here, give these a shot. And Cliff, were those were just, they were just too loose. And so then the guy sitting next to him, he said he fi- finally pulls out a third pair of dentures. And he says, here, try these. And they were just right. They were the Goldilocks dentures. And he said, man, I'm so happy that I was sitting next to a dentist. And the guy said, I'm not a dentist. I'm an undertaker. Uh-oh. Where better to get dentures from than an undertaker? A woman went to a doctor and said, doctor, doctor, doctor. I have a problem. Given the news. <laughs> Every time I sneeze, I have an orgasm. Uh, and the doctor uh, said, Oh, really? What have you been doing for it? And the woman replied, Snorting pepper. <laughs> the teacher was asking her students what the parents did for a living. Uh-oh. And Tommy stood up and said, My daddy's a doctor and my mommy's a doctor too. I wonder if that was and his little... father in that last joke. Uh, and then little Sarah, she stood up and said, my mommy's an engineer and my daddy's an accountant. Uh, and then little Billy stands up and says, my mommy's a writer and my daddy plays the piano in a whorehouse. And the teacher was horrified. And later, she called Billy's father and said, why would you ever tell your child a thing like that? And the father said, well, actually, I'm a defense lawyer. But how do you explain a thing like that to a seven-year-old? <laughs> uh I'll think on that one, Kendall. You better think on it, Cliff. You better pray on it. You better think, think, think about what that joke was supposed to mean. Cliff, that one just about knocked me into a break. Oh. uh, (laughs) Are you done? You have no more jokes. No, I'm done with my jokes. That's all the time for bad jokes. That's all the time for bad jokes. Oh, Bowers, please, <laughs> please tell Mrs. Butter, Butter, Butterton that she can get rid of some of these tea towels. We have dozens and dozens at home. Oh, my. Dear, you know, I've always said you can never have too many tea towels. Well, I mean, do you need that many? How many do you use at once? It's just for tea, right? Well, dear, it's not about how many you use at once, dear. It's about having enough to left over in case company comes or in case if you soil a few and you need extra. Oh, Sugarlum, it seems very unlikely that we would soil that many tea towels. Oh, come now, dear. Of course not. No, dear, if, look, I know some of us are very strong and can get rid of things like 
Kendall with his Billy Joel doll over there, but I can't do it with my towels. Well, I didn't put a Billy Joel doll over there. Billy Joel doll? Where's that universe are we living in? It's not a doll. It's a pop vinyl. All right, well, you it must be you over know. You don't need that, Kendall. They're, 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 you know, the vinyls, they're fun, but it's not, they're not like Beanie Babies. They're not going to just appreciate and value for years. Just, I know, but get I can't rid get rid of, of Billy Joel. Oh, I, I have to, I'm going to have to grab that one. We're going to have to take a <laughs> break. i got to get that I think you just can't believe that you won't part with these tea towels. Oh, oh, oh. See, uh, look, uh, dear, uh, I have plenty of tea towels to clean this up uh, with now. Clean up right over here. All right, well, we'll be right back. Clean up and I'll booth. We'll be right back. Hey, you. Don't worry. Cliff and Kendall will be right back. If I get a splinter, Mom gives me a cookie. If I skin my knee, she gives me some cake. Some dirt in my eye will get me some pie. Whenever I'm hurt, Mom gives me dessert. Hey, I'd better ask for a kiss instead of a cookie. If you want to console me, I'd love a big hug. If you want to reward me, a kiss would be great. Well, I don't need a cookie to make me feel better. Some love will work wonders without it. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. Kids. Giraffes. Rabbits. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, 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 uh. Oh. Somebody have put my peewee doll into this yard sale. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, I didn't know that was out there. I would have bought it. No, it's not for sale. Not for sale at all. Next I die. La 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 la. Shut up, Kendall. The rest of the show is just going to be me pulling the string. Isn't that always the show? Yeah, usually I have to pull your string though. But this I know. Time, all right, you know, luckily I rescued Pee Wee. That's all that really matters. Getting on to a whole nother gear. We're going up in the animal kingdom, all the way up to the tallest mammal in the world. We're talking about the giraffe, Cliff. The giraffe. Is it the tallest? Is it really number one? The tallest mammal in the world, yes. Not the longest, that'd probably be the whale, but it's the tallest. You know what people are always asking? They say, how's the air up there? How's the weather up there, giraffe? <laughs> Wouldn't know, I ain't got a neck that, that's, that is that long, Cliff. Ain't got a neck for that one, Kendall. Cliff, did you know, now this really got, caught me by surprise. Did you know that, you know, a lot of people think, oh, they must have so many bones in a giraffe's neck, right? 
five ten times the amount of a human. Wrong. No. They have the exact same amount of vertebrae in their neck. They're just extremely large. Uh-oh. Like up to like I think ten inches long, they said, or or ten inches tall. Ten inches. That sounds Good enough for me, Kendall. You know, giraffes, unlike us, we're all just such thirsty bitches, uh, humans. But giraffes only need to drink water once every couple days. They get water from their plant-based diet. Can you believe it? I can believe it because I only drink water every couple days. Oh, that's why you shoot out bowel movements that are in pellets like a rabbit. Yeah. Uh, Cliff, you know, the giraffe's um, scientific name is Paradalis, which oh. comes from the ancient Greeks' belief that it looked like a camel wearing a leopard's coat. Well, it does it that, doesn't it? It does indeed. With a big-ass neck. With a big old what? With a big-ass neck. With a big old what? With a big-ass neck. With a big old what? With a big-ass neck. With a big old what? With a big-ass neck. Kendall, now female giraffes, they just, they never forget where they came from. And they often return to where they were born to give birth. How wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. When I think to myself, what a wonderful birth. But then there, once they're there at their hometown, and they give birth, the calf, <laughs> receives oh a rough welcome into the world falls over five feet to the ground plunk giraffes can eat 75 pounds of food a day much like us much like and with us. a diet of and not like us a diet of leaves this means that they just spend most of their time eating oh that's like me I found some old Oreos over here I just had to dig in <laughs> Dig in. I haven't had 75 pounds yet. No, Kendall, back to the important stuff. Baby giraffes, even though they just fell five feet from their mother's womb, they can stand up and even run within an hour of being born. Now, talk about being born to run. Well, shit. <laughs> giraffes, they were born to run. But that song was written about again. Probably. Uh, Nick you know, you might think that giraffes are just defenseless way up there, but a swift kick from one of their long legs can do serious damage or even kill an unlucky lion. Uh-oh. Just kick the shit out of that lion. Scary. That is now, one of the lions a coward. Cut fucking cowards. Now, you know, one other thing about a giraffe is that they usually stay upright while sleeping, but sometimes they will settle into a vulnerable position all curled up on the ground, but only for a few minutes at a time. Can you imagine sleeping standing up? Uh, what a... Crazy. What a bitch that would be. Uh, Cliff, you know, Cliff, you know... You may know the term necking. But when it comes to giraffes, oh, it's yeah, not exactly the same I thing. I know all about some hardcore necking, Necking baby. in the giraffe world is it's when these two fight. And they're just like wrapping their necks around each other. Just banging into each other with their heads and necks. <laughs> it's just a ritualized display of dominance. 
Just a good old ritualized display of dominance. I love ritualized displays of dominance. Can't get enough. Kendall, and that makes me want to do something, you know? Uh-oh. Help some people. What are you do? Help people. With a big old, what? By God, let's help some By people. God. God. You've got questions. We've got answers. Dear Cliff and Kendall. Oh, as God as my witness. Help them. All right, here we go. I'm going to open my letter up over here. Open right. it up, uh, dear. Open it up. Open up the Kendall. letter and help someone. Boom! I'm a middle-aged. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's hear it. Boom! For the middle-aged. I'm a middle-aged divorcee. With a big old what? Dear Clipping Kindle, I'm a middle-aged divorcee. I recently took up ballroom dancing, ooh, which had been a long-held dream, Uh-oh. and I'm enjoying my life. However. There are a few single men my age around. Most of the available men are 20 years older or 20 years younger. From day one, I've had a crush on one of the few men my age in the dance group. He was eventually has become my best friend, spending all our free time together. I soon learned that he is married, but separated and looking to divorce. However, he has a crush on his of his own, and he talks to me about her constantly. We have so much in common, but he has only has eyes for her. I realize it isn't healthy for me to pine away for someone who doesn't think the way I think of them. Yet walking away from me, uh, walking away, would mean losing my dance partner and my best friend, and going back to sitting out dances, watching from the sidelines, or worse, sitting alone at home. Do I maintain the status quo and suffer in silence, or would it be healthier to move on, up in my life, and isolate myself from him? When I have no other circle of friends to support me. And that's dancing away in Busheltown. Oh, uh, find the second one. Do the second one. That second thing that you said, do that. Okay, I have a letter over here. And it starts like this. Kendall, uh-oh, dear. Cliff and Kendall. Dear Cliff and Kendall, that's right, that's us. My wife and I have just returned from a week-long vacation at an ocean resort. Another couple, Al and Gloria, went with us. We booked separate rooms and for the most part enjoyed each other's company. However, I observed one thing that disturbed me deeply. (coughs) Cliff and Kendall. (laughs) That would disturb me too. As I sat on the balcony one night waiting for my wife to dress for dinner, she was naked in the shower, I saw Gloria walking on the beach. I watched as she picked up a child's boogie board that was lying at the edge of the surf. (laughs) While we were loading the trunk of the rental car to go home, she attempted to conceal the boogie board with their luggage. Kendall and Cliff, my wife and I were astonished and aghast at Gloria's outrageous behavior. We didn't know whether or not we should confront her or call the police. Kendall and Cliff, Help, please. Should we keep quiet and preserve the friendship or ask her why she stole a child's toy? And that is signed, friend of a klepto in Fernwood. Kendall, solve their problem. First of all, I thought you said she picked up a child's booger, and that's why I started laughing so hard. No. No. So, a boogie Boogie board, board. isn't that just like a tiny little, like, thing? It's like a hat. 
It's like a half surfboard. God, if if it's like an old boogie boogie board sitting on the beach, I'd say somebody left it out there, and who cares? Like, just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Go. You don't know the whole story. There might be more to it. That might have been hers, uh, her kids from before, and she left it out. You just don't know. Yeah, I'll let Why it go. Why were you snooping anyway, watching her walking down the Snoop. beach? Snoop. Snoop. I accuse you of snoopery. Uh, Such a helper. Thank you, Kendall. Put that one in the helped pile. It's in it. So I've already done it. Cliff, mm. but I have so many things. I'm I wasn't so watching because I was looking over... Sorry, I was looking over at Mr. Snodbottom, who keeps trying to put things out of that box. But Mrs. Potter, <laughs> Butter, 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 she just keeps putting them right back in. Those doilies and tea do towels. Not going to do it. She's not getting rid of it. Uh, um, but I have so many gir- uh, giraffe facts. So many. Well, Kendall, I'm just going to sit back and let you do the dirty work. Tell us about these damn creatures of the sky. Skyscrapers what I call them. Giraffe. Because of their unusually large shape, they have mm. a highly specialized cardiovascular system, much like us probably. And they have an enormous heart. It is two feet long and it weighs 25 pounds. Whoa, God. Believe it. Believe. <sighs> Additionally, they do that all the time. And they have a jugular vein. Uh, their jugular vein contains a series of one-way valves that prevent excess blood flow to the brain when the giraffe lowers its head to drink water. Because otherwise, all that blood would just go shooting to the brain, and they'd just probably pass out. You know, they look so funny when they're bent down, all splayed out, drinking water from the pool, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you got to do it. You got to do what you got to do. Can't be... And- Worried about your look, then. You gotta, <laughs> can't. You just gotta, you gotta drink. Drink. Yeah, gotta have some water. Um, gotta hydrate, even if it's only every couple days. Unlike horses, other quadrupeds, giraffes, when they run, Cliff, I don't know if you've seen them before, they don't like gallop where their front and back legs like alternate. Their front legs and back legs go one at a time, so they kind of like more hop when they run. They're hop. They're basically long, tall rabbits hopping the night away. That's why they're in the same show as Rabbit's Cliff. It all makes sense. <laughs> it was all meant to be, Kendall. It was just simply meant to be. Be, 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 be. And Cliff, finally, I've got one more fact I just got to get out. One more. Giraffe's tongues can be up to 20 inches long. Whoa, daddy. And Cliff, they're just out so often that their tongue has to be dark colored because it protects them from all the sun exposure that tongue is getting. I can't even believe that! Can't believe it. (laughs) Who put this out there to say I'm going to slap them? Which brings me to a good point about slapping. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter turns. she got <laughs> so angry with me because I threw some of Fonky's stuffed animals out the window because there were just so many in Fonky's room. You know, that's where I was saying 
So, Kendra, yeah. I've got to come to your house. I don't know. I don't know where Susan is. I don't know if she's in Abu Dhabi or what. I don't know who if what if your house is even up to code. But I've got to come. I've got nowhere else to go. Well, I, I don't know if the weight will hold you on the floor, but you're welcome to try. <laughs> to try. It's certainly not up to code. All right, whatever you say. We'll find we'll find a spot for you. We'll find a spot. I don't care. I don't know. Kick the dogs off the bed. I'll sleep on Susan's side till she gets back in town. Oh, I I would I would be off the bed before the dogs would be kicked off the bed. All right, you're off the bed. I'm sleeping with the dogs till Susan gets back. It has been decided. It's official. Cliff, 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 Cliff. Yeah. Yeah, more about giraffes. I forgot what we're doing. What would you do if you were suddenly that tall, Kendall? If you suddenly just were up in the skies tall? I think it'd be nice to be that tall. Yeah, and I feel like everywhere you go, it would be like that music from Jurassic Park when they see the... You know, yeah. Da, na, 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 yeah, that majestic na, 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 na. music like, oh... Welcome. To Jurassic Park. Yeah, but it'd be us, just tall person park. But it would be that music. Tall person park. Did you have that on Casingle like I did, the Jurassic Park movie theme? Uh, yeah, I had it on. I had the soundtrack at some point, yeah. I had, well, I had the Casingle on a cassette, motherfucker, <laughs> of the theme song. And then eventually I had the full CD disc of the. I may have had it on cassette. I don't. It all runs together when it when it came out. But um, I know that we played it in band. But it was more like. (laughs) Remember when we were at Van's wedding and you were playing the piano, and there was that one part where like you dropped the book the on the piano and it went. I didn't drop the book. I didn't drop the book. What was so it? there's a thing that happens when you're playing the piano and it's really cold <laughs> that your fingers mo- are moving so they don't get as much blood flow and they get really cold and they get numb. <laughs> and so I was turning the page of the book and I couldn't feel my fingers and I didn't realize that I was coming down and I hit the keys and it went clonk right when, I, when my hand came down. <laughs> right before the bride came out. Like right as she was, instead of dun 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 dun, dun, dun it was Clunk. Uh, was it even cold though? Okay. I mean, was we was outside? Was it a was it what that's, time of year was it? It was, it was autumn, wasn't it? It was a bit chilly. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. No, but that's what I'm saying. When you're playing the piano, your fingers get really cold, even yeah. when it's just chilly out. It's, you know, for, it was a just a frigid seventy-two that day. And it was not seventy-two. <laughs> we were on a like a mountaintop or something. It was crazy. And Cliff, that's just something you should know. It's something you should know. Memories. It is something you, I wish all It's time all for the know. game show that makes you feel dumb. Things you should know. And now here are your hosts, Cliff and Kendall. Here they are. And Pee Wee. <sighs> Kendall, may I, mother, may I, tell mama, tell mama all. Can I go first? Tell mama all, Cliff. Tell her. Tell Mama, tell Mama all. What southern city was the 1990s series Elvis filmed in? Savannah. And it, anybody would think Savannah, but, you know, they went way out of the box and they went Memphis. Oh, they really, 
filmed in Memphis. They were filming in Memphis. Which yeah. of the five senses is less sharp after you eat too much? Uh-oh, is that your sense of touch? No, your sense of hearing. Did uh, you know this? What? Baffled my mind. No wonder I'm what? deaf after I eat so much. Uh, what? What? Hey? Kenny, I don't know what is going on, but I'll ask you this one, Kendall. What former NFL tackle is known in wrestling circles as Mongo? Uh, Cliff, uh, Mondo, Mondo, Mondo. Um, is that The Rock? Knock, it is Knock Knock, not The Rock. It is Steve McMichael. Oh, good old Steve McMichael, of course. That was, that was that your second guess? That was my second guess. I should have went with my gut. Uh, Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Can't go back. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Cliff, who was the first woman to anchor a TV network evening newscast? Oh, my God. I can't even believe that you would ask me this. It is obviously Charles Lindbergh. (laughs) No, Cliff. It was Baba Wawa. Baba Wawa. Oh, wonderful. Kendall. Finally for me, Kendall. What? Brand, what brand name antidepressant lost the battle to extend its patent protection for another two years in the year 2000? Was that Xanax? No, it was Prozac. (laughs) Prozac. I I hit all the other ones. Prozac. All right, finally for me, Cliff. Who founded Psychoanalysis? Oh, Sigmund Freud. Wee wee. Wee wee. Wee wee. Sometimes, Kendall, a cigar is just a cigar, but sometimes not, according to Freud, even when he's annoyed. Sometimes not. That's all oh, the things oh, you should know. It's terrible news. No <laughs> one has bought hardly anything at the yard sale. I just don't know how we're ever going to raise enough money to build another studio. Oh no. Well let's okay, hold on. Let's let's check in. So we need eight thousand dollars. So how much okay. have we made? How many thousand have we sold? Oh dear, it's terrible. We're, it seems that we've made twenty dollars. Twenty thousand? No, dear, no, not twenty thousand. Twenty dollars, dear. Twenty dollars. Oh, very, oh. very f- miles away from our goal, boys. Terrible dear, news. Dear, I don't even remember selling it. I haven't seen a single soul here. Neither do I. I haven't even seen anyone browsing today. It seems oh, like well, people think. This is garbage. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. Well, see, there was some of that garbage was my stuff over there, and I couldn't bear to part with it, so I just put some money in and took my stuff back. Well, we'll keep it. At least we made some money. <laughs> well, we'll put it in the eventual building fund. <laughs> I don't know. Too bad, boys. Oh, that does. But you know, dear, all this selling is is just reminded me of how much I miss my shop back in the Falkland Islands 
and selling in my shop every day, dear. I would really love to open a new shop here in Busheltown. Oh, you mean you're gonna open? You wanna open a, a Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter here? Oh, dear. What, in Busheltown? Don't you think it would do wonderfully here in Busheltown, dear? All the rye farmers. It would do so well. People need so much butter and pottery here, and there's all those open stores over there by the Erotic Bakery in the strip mall. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. I can see a wonderful new future for us, Sugarlump. Everything's coming together beautifully. Fonky and Opie will be so excited. Oh, and maybe... We, Cliff, we could work there again. We could sell, you could sell your CDs. I could sell, like, you know, crystals or something. Well, that sounds stupid, but <laughs> oh, I definitely will. S- not, not, not in the store, no, 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 dude. That's, that's like akin to witchcraft. But some of my CDs, for sure, we'll put a little kiosk by the Rye kiosk in there. And, you know, I don't know, kid. I don't know what my career is going to be. I don't know what the future holds for me. You can, you know, you can read your palm or your zodiac or whatever and figure it out but i don't i don't know i just don't know oh there's good things on my palm all right. oh there's good things i don't want to hear about it all right well let's look forward <laughs> to that to the butter store and the pottery for sale it just what a bright shining future for us all i think you're right mr snodbottom it's gonna be great oh. Daffodil, we should go over there and look at that store. Look how beautiful the storefront is over there. It's simply breathtaking, Sugarlump, and when I imagine what you're going to do with it. Oh, it will be beautiful, dear. Oh, dear, I could put those doily curtains up on the front, dear. That'll be beautiful. Uh, Well, it sounds like the start of something big, Gando. Well, I guess I I can work there. You could, I'm sure there's always, yeah, he's spreading positivity. And he thinks it's a great idea. You'd be a great, big, fat, 40-year-old stock boy. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Why ask why and why ask why not? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What would you choose if an evil genie comes along and says you got to be a rabbit or a giraffe? Which would you be? Oh, giraffe. Oh, because that 20-inch tongue. (laughs) And that long neck. Long neck, baby. Da-na-na-na-na. 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 This is it. That's it for me, Kendall. It's all I got. We'll see you here next week. This is it. That's it for me, Kendall. It's all I got. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. You think it's easy living day by day In a pottery and butter store But now we're back in the state with Rye 99 and the blob smush food and more just feel the humidity it's all over me and I'm
feeling good From down in the suburbs Up to the North Busheltown woods I don't have any dignity I've left it all behind I'm in a Busheltown state of mind I don't have any dignity I've left it all behind I'm in a I'm in a New York Busheltown, you idiot State of mind With a big old what?